Hey y'all, welcome to the Stabbing Cabin. Stabbing Cabin. It is me, Jesse, here with Michaela, Elena, and Michael. Can I just say, I always feel so awkward introducing me at the beginning. I always feel like it's like, it's me, it's I, it, it, Jesse, it always comes out of me. You should say it just like that from here on out. Every I should just say it like that every please. time I introduce It's me, I believe, I believe, I believe, it's Jesse. Like if you listen to the first episode, <laughs> if you listen to the first episode, I literally say, it's me, myself, um, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've greatly improved since then, don't worry. I believe, okay, I believe, cool. I believe, that's all, folks. Um, <laughs> not the Looney Tunes, yo. Welcome to episode nine, and I'm saying that because next week we have a nice little special surprise for y'all. No way they. Um, but Ooh. anyways, this week's topic, we are talking about child murderers. So not children that are murdered, but children that murder. So that's cool. And they all conveniently happen to it's be in the cool, 60s today, yeah. too, I think. <laughs> We somehow it's all fun. picked good time. ones that happened in the 60s. Not you on purpose. Why? Total coincidence. Because the 60s and 70s is the golden age of and when I say murderers. We, <laughs> and when I say golden we somehow all, I mean us three, because Michael went back to not participating. First off, I'm wow. participating next week, so why you stay trying to come at me every week? Shots are getting fired <laughs> really early You're going to participate until you really have too soon. much Malibu. This is really early. <laughs> this is really early to already start. I should probably actually go first next week because he's not wrong. <laughs> I was like, he going to have some Malibu and then just be like, he's I don't know what my story is. I should was. probably go first next week. <laughs> that might be a good idea. I'll allow it. Because <laughs> he's not wrong. I would start out strong, be like, all right, guys, so this is my story. Michaela said so, it was fine, so. Right, she's the overruler, so. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, my question for everyone this week. We're just nothing but your humble is, <laughs> So, clearly, none of us murdered anyone as children, I'm assuming, right? <clears throat> nope. You don't know Not me. entirely true. I mean, Michaela's a Zodiac killer, so we know that already, but... Um, we all have our secrets. Okay, well, I'll if you did murder someone, <laughs> you can make this your confession. But my question for everyone is, what is the biggest thing you got in trouble for as a kid? Wait, biggest thing I got in trouble for? Yeah. That's a good one. Like, everyone has That's that one thing they did that was really, really bad. I never got in trouble. I always blamed other siblings. You never got caught That was in the perks of having siblings. <laughs> you never got caught oldest? in it once. Yeah, I true. mean, no, the biggest time I got in trouble is that I remember I was uh, at my auntie's house and I saw a $100 bill on the ground. And I had to be like eight. Bill? Yeah, I had to be like eight or nine. And I was like, oh, a, do- a dollar. <laughs> That's mine. So familiar. I pick it up, put it in my overalls, That's like my pocket in the front. And then my mom and my aunt were like, hey, the pizza man's here. Where's that money at? And they all searching for the money, and I'm just in there like, just minding my own business, <laughs> chilling. And then I don't know how my mom knew. Like she just reached in my pocket and was like, "Look, Kayla, I got so much trouble, so much trouble, girl." But yeah, I would I'm say mine now. is probably. I set a microwave on fire when I was younger. How'd you do that? So I was like six, and I was trying to make ramen noodles in the microwave for the oh first time. Oh my god! And like when I opened the packet, a piece of the packet fell into the bowl. And I oh, when aluminum and microwaves right. don't mix very well. Yes, you put aluminum in the microwave. For those who don't know, it catches on fire. Wow. So, don't try it at home. Yeah, don't <laughs> try it. But yeah, so I put it, I was a six-year-old, put it in the microwave, went and sat back down. House started smoking, and I was like, I was just sitting there oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> My older cousin came out, and he was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, just chilling. Just waiting on my noodles. <laughs> I was like, just waiting on my noodles. <laughs> and he goes to the kitchen. He's like, the microwave is on fire. Get out the house. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, there's a fire. 
Yeah. See, right. I used to burn things <laughs> in the microwave, but I don't think there was ever, like, a fire. No, this legitimately caught on fire. I never burnt wow. anything in the microwave. Because I told myself I had to be crunchy or it wasn't done. So well, I used to always crunchy. just be like, okay, three more minutes. Ew. Over and over Who again. Eats crunchy noodle. Wait, pause. That's get so disturbing. Not noodles. It was like pizza or something oh. in the microwave. Uh, how did you make pizza crunchy in the microwave? Pause. You had to put it in for a long time because no, it get real chewy first. Ten minutes. Yeah. And then you get locked jaw when you're yeah. chewing on it. It took a while. Ten oh like I would put God. pizza rolls in and I thought they'd have to be crunchy, so like I'd put them in for five minutes. You know, you could. And they still weren't that. crunchy, so I'd put them in for like six minutes, and they still wouldn't be crunchy, so I'd be like, three more minutes should do it. That's and then you microwave your stuff I'm for 12 minutes. I'm surprised he didn't get cancer. Oh Seriously. my god. <laughs> you know I mean, I'm still the, young. I could. You know if you just put it in <laughs> the oven, time. It goes, it's crunchy faster. You know that, right? Yeah. If I put it in ramen noodles? No. no oven. Oven. If you just stick What's your pizza rolls today? in some ramen noodles, yum. <laughs> it's all over the place. All day. No. Everyone knows ramen noodles cook things really well. <laughs> no, yeah. but Apparently they fix you. No, so but. fix things really well. Though. I was. I've seen that. I was like. fix you never seen that? No. Well, people, like, turn cones. Yeah. Maybe after I mean, post-mortem? Yeah, post-mortem no, will show you right now. Yeah, no. post-mortem. We don't have time to do right now. Uh, and I can show you guys the white genocide video I found. Yes, yes. she found it. Yep. yep. Um, but, yeah, I was, like, eight at the time, so I didn't know how to use an oven. A microwave, you True. just put numbers in. True. Well, an eight-year-old should not I be You can ask Michaela. I still burn things in the oven. I wouldn't have Yes. Wow. He burnt cookies. I wouldn't have that on the podcast. <laughs> He said, you want some of my cookies? I picked that, bit, that thing up and I looked at the bottom and I said, oh no. You cookies or you mean bricks? <laughs> they, look, they felt like bricks. Like a brick, cuz. I tried though, but our oven also cooks things hella fast. I still managed to cook things. <laughs> She's like, I don't have it told me to have it on 400 degrees for 12 minutes. I made a whole perfect lasagna. Oh. I made lasagna when? This was like last month. Mm-hmm. You made lasagna good. last month? Yeah, it was bomb. I made one side without meat Lasag- for Jesse. Michael's really with salty meat. right now because... Lasagna's his favorite. How about I get some lasagna ingredients for next <gasps> Sunday, and we'll have lasagna. Oh, I was going to say, how about our, if we all go to that one place yeah. on Thursday? What one place on I Thursday? I don't want to buy it. I want to make it. Yeah, make oh. it so much better. Because I'm going to go lasagna's... out to eat to Italian soon. Okay, but anyways, that can all be post-mortem. Oh, yeah, true. We're just <laughs> going on tangents today. Whatever. My, my heart <laughs> what about you, Elena? What did you get in trouble for as a kid? I was that really annoying kid that, like, literally never got in trouble. Lame. I'm so serious. I, <laughs> I was, like, I was I so okay, lame. Matilda. Can you see that now, though? Yeah, yeah I can I'm, that. like, such a perfectionist and a rule follower lame. that, I mean, my parents and I would get into fights sometimes, but I was never grounded, never really did anything that bad. My mom tried to ground grounded. me, but I had it four, like, two hours. I had four younger brothers <laughs> and sisters, too, to so I mind. had to, like, kind of, like, take care of them. Right. So I got no. a lot of responsibility really young. You've never been grounded on your birthday. I have. Oh, that's the worst. Parties get canceled. Shut it down. <laughs> Shut Got it down. Got grounded from homecoming. Just groundation. Elena almost grounded me on my birthday when we had that party at her house a couple of years ago. Yeah, I remember that. I almost fought him on his birthday. Yeah, I remember that. She wanted. She was ready to close everything down. And he wouldn't get out of my house. He can't handle his alcohol. We know no. this clearly. Okay, but cannot. okay, so when I was a kid, I was an only child. And as we can all probably guess, I was spoiled before I was adopted as an only child. Yeah. So I was that kid that would scream in Walmart if I didn't get what I wanted. Oh, I would have got the brakes beat off me. And <laughs> I would cry. <laughs> and my grandma and my mom would feel really bad. And they would just get it for me. Oh, my God. All the time. No, that would have been but I did that once. I did it once in Walmart. And I swear that I still feel that beating to this day. So I never really got in trouble. My mom would date guys. And they would try to ground me. I'd run down to my grandma's apartment and be like... 
Start trying to grab me. My grandma would go up there and yell at the boyfriend and be like, you're not allowed to grab him. You know what? Wow. That's that easy kid. But there was, a lot, there was one time I got really, really grounded. <laughs> Ew, that's all I got. <laughs> I would never that babysit is, you. If I, if I tried that, I was fun to babysit. Like, I would just make my babysitter watch Scooby Doo with me. Should have grounded him sooner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. In but fact, anyways, why don't you beat him then? Hold on, hold on, hold on, oh, hold on. So when I was 10. More personal time. Yeah, I was telling my story. Um, so when I was 10, I um, ended up walking my cousin down to a grocery store. And we were supposed to go there, pick up a can of soda for each of us, and come back. And you know how Jesse likes adventures. So pause. Did you just refer you know? to yourself in the third person? Right. Do you like adventures, <laughs> Michaela? How many times I'm like, oh, it's just across the block, and then we go on like a little voyage before we get That's there. That's not adventures to me. It's <laughs> just going on mindless walks. Oh, First off, I just want to. Did you really just refer to yourself in the third person? We all know I like adventures. Does that make you happy? Thank you very much. But (laughs) anyways, so we ended up being gone for like an hour. And the cops had already been called (gasps) because they were convinced that I had been kidnapped with my cousin. That I was older than, so I was supposed to be babysitting her. Yep, you about to get in a lot of trouble. And we had finally left Save a Lot when we started our walk home. And one of our neighbors drove by and was like, Jesse! Jesse, you're in so much trouble. There's so much trouble going on right now. Like, we called the cops and everything trying to look for you. Wait, it's only been an hour? It was like an hour longer than we were supposed to be gone. How long were you gone? Because we were told to be back by 3 and it was like 4 o'clock already. How long were you gone, though? Like, maybe 2 hours, 2 and a half hours. Yeah, cops can't do nothing until it's 20. I know, but they had called the cops. Okay. <laughs> um, My mom wouldn't have called the cops. But anyways, I got so grounded. Guess what they did? Mm-hmm. So you know how I'm very materialistic. I love my possessions. My grandma boxed and taped everything that was in my room. Okay. So I had nothing in my room. <laughs> and it was all boxed and put in my I'm mom's. Glad the three room. of us are on the same page. It's so cute. And it was gone. They were right, gone for Ian. two months. So I just had to come. Two months. That's it. Yeah. I would have lost my shit for a yeah. year. Oh, you do. You're <laughs> so family nice. And got beat every day I went to Well, I mean, I, I, got, I got in trouble for bigger things as a teenager with my adoptive family because Jesse wasn't spoiled as much anymore. If you I finally got this, disciplined. I remember my brother acting spoiled at one point, and my parents let him keep, they took away all of his stuff and all of his clothes. They let him keep, like, two outfits, and he had to keep washing them, and then the oldest pair of shoes that he had. Yeah. My brother, they took everything, not just his, like, little belongings, everything out of his room, mm-hmm. except yeah. for a blanket all and I had pillow. All my bed. Yep. No, he didn't yeah, even have a bed. Have a they bed. took his bed. And then he acted up the next day, and they took his blanket. So all he <laughs> had was a pillow. <laughs> for three whole weeks, bro. My brother. Well, sleeping on the floor. <laughs> And he still didn't get his stuff back. Well, as a spoiled kid, my yeah, life clearly. was over. <laughs> clearly. My, brother my friends would ask to come house. over. Like they, my mom my brother, told him, older brother did, too. My mom told him to go eat his dinner on the porch for, like, a week because my friends, <laughs> made her so mad. My friends would ask to come over, and I'd be like, you can't come over. There's nothing to do. Oh so then God. I just go over there. There's house. plenty to do. If you're grounded, you're house. not supposed There's to be so able to, to have the floor is lava. over anyway. Yeah. Ray Charles, we used to tie each other up with a T-shirt. And then spin the person around, they, yeah. on lights, oh, and come no. find me. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a kid, my favorite thing to do is crossword puzzles. And oh, my grandma oh. even took away my crossword puzzles. Yo, I can't with you right now. <laughs> you like adventures? Go outside and play. 
What is this? I did. Makeup games. Like, that was childish oh stuff right there. I did. I, that summer, I did makeup games because I wasn't allowed to have notebook paper. I, like, finally fought back that. So I made little tests okay. and I had imaginary I friends in my room and we would read imaginary books that I would write and then I would give them, like, proficiency tests on Just- them. Jesse. What? Okay. Girl? We're done. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving on. Okay, we so have that, to move on. That was the one time I got in really big trouble. <laughs> move um, on. Oh, oh my god. My. That sounds like the childhood of a serial killer. Big, yeah. Loki, yeah. So, Elena. <laughs> At one point, my brother set the basement on fire. What? He put, he put a box. He got a cardboard box. And then put a bunch of stuff in the box. And then, like, lit it on fire to see what would happen. See, that's a That sounds like Chris. And, <laughs> no, it was not, actually. Oh, it wasn't Chris. It wasn't. Oh, wow. Um, it was the other brother. Yeah. And he... Who's the other brother? Isaac. Yeah. I didn't even know you had two brothers. Yeah, two brothers, mm-hmm. two sisters, even. Those. I don't know why I thought you had one of each, and I found out you had another sister, and I was like... <laughs> no, I have closer. two of each. And now I'm finding out you got two brothers. And There's five <laughs> of us. Yeah. Okay. That's a um, family. But he set it on yeah. fire, and it was the first time that my mom had let my youngest sister, Jessie, babysit them. It was the first time she'd let those two stay home alone by themselves. Yeah. So we're at our, my grandma's house, and all of a sudden we get a phone call, and it's poor Jessie, like, on the phone, panicked, because Isaac set the basement on fire. And she's like, I grabbed the fire extinguisher from under the um, kitchen counter, and I ran downstairs, and I put it all out. And my mom was like... Good job, Jesse. Mm. Like I was impressed because she was probably like twelve, and I was yeah. like, "That was pretty good. That was pretty good panicked. instincts right there." I would have panicked. I would definitely would have flight. But you don't even <laughs> want to know what happened to him after that, because he's whooping. also well. Whoop. Also, he also got all of his stuff taken away. He got grounded, and by grounded, I mean he had to sit in a chair facing the wall, and he wasn't allowed to do anything. Now that's but he real did. That's grounding right but there. But for, I mean, for weeks. Yeah, yeah that's right. And he got to do all of our chores, which was fine with us. I used to love that. Mm-hmm. When I someone, to, yes, I used to purposely best. get my older brother in trouble. So, so he, he could, could do, do your dishes. chores? Yep. Yep. Well, see, Isaac's also the one that um, took a screwdriver and stuck it into a light socket and made, like, half the electricity what in the house. What is up with this kid? He oh. must be, like, a scientist now or something. He's he's very smart. Yeah. He was just too curious as a child. Yeah. Well, at least he was curious in that and not other things. True. Yeah. At least he wasn't out, like, hunting down some rabbits to kill. Mm-hmm. It's, it's wabbit season. <laughs> What um, is up with you tonight? I did just watch a thing on Looney Tunes. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. So, Elena, <laughs> I actually have something interesting I think we should talk about real fast. So I'm kind of scared. Why? <laughs> I don't know. You said it in a weird way. So, Elena. <laughs> um, so, you were talking about how you kept reading about the how you kept reading about it, and you thought it was disturbing. But this Cyprus serial oh, killer, oh yeah, the first ever serial killer on the Mediterranean island of Cyprus, where this seventh victim was just found, the a six-year-old kid? girl. Oh, little kiddos. Where's that island at? It's in the Mediterranean. In the Mediterranean. Mediterranean. Oh no, that's supposed to be a happy place, right? All right. So yeah. Um, so what's your thoughts about it? I mean, so I the body was found under seven feet of water and was being weighted down by a like cement block. I don't want to hear about this right now. I don't really have any thoughts about it except that that person is a serial killer and horrible. I gotta mentally get myself ready for people who be killing children. Yeah, that's true. 
<clears throat> it's really depressing. I just felt like since it was current news and we're true crime, we should talk about it a little no, bit. No, I agree. It's yeah. just really depressing. Yeah. <gasps> I can't tell you my findings about the smiley face killer. <gasps> oh, yeah, she did actually find something. Oh, wait, yes. we'll talk about it. So one thing that's really weird is this is the first serial killer there. This was, like, the only thing I took notes on. <laughs> um, and apparently some of his victims he met on an internet dating site where he used the alias Orestes. But aren't they children? No, some some of them are grown adults. Oh, okay. I'm he, like, like that's even more disturbing. Right. He doesn't just pick right. children. There's like no age limit for him. He's just like, oh, or you, her. Your okay. heart's yeah, or her. Your heart's still beating. I'm gonna murder you. That's his or her thoughts. You're a Homo sapien. You gotta go. In a way, that's even more disturbing to me. Right. Yeah. Because it's completely random. Like, no rhyme or reason. It's mm-hmm. just... He just doesn't yep. to do it. Because right? it's scary. easier to ki- uh, catch somebody who has, who a, has a, a certain like MO. Yeah. He, yeah. Does it. he just does it to do it. Like, um, a 38-year-old Filipino was found in a flooded mine shaft. They, like, dumped the body in a mine shaft that was flooded. How are they all connected? It's just the fact that... They're just saying that since all these people disappeared and then reappearing, they're pretty sure it's a serial killer because this island never even had it's murders like really, really on. tiny and It's pretty crime-free. Really crime. Yeah, it's pretty much crime-free. Like, there's oh. barely anyone that lives there. Like, it's one of those towns that would have two, sh- like, a sheriff Usually, and like, with the serial it. killers, like, they're linked by, like, asphyxiation, um, marks. Yeah. Same location I don't think they're type. putting out a whole lot of information right now, though, because it's oh, still, like, an oh, active oh, oh. investigation. Oh, so, right. I'm stupid. Um, there is a suspect. A career officer with the Cypriot National Guard who confessed to the murder of five women and two children, all four nationals. And he's the one that met the people on the internet dating site. And so he's already been linked to seven of them. That's the guy. (laughs) Yes. Well, CNN says it's the suspect. Until he hasn't been arrested. Yeah. But the authorities said they'll begin to review the online footprint of other women who have gone missing to see if they can also link them. Because he's only admitted to these seven because the police have been like, this person? Hmm. Yeah, okay. So you're really this. Okay, cool. So they just keep chalking it up after they bring it up to him. So he hasn't admitted Um, anymore. So they're checking to see if there's any more. Yeah, Cypress's first ever serial killer. Isn't that crazy? That somewhere in the world is getting their first ever serial killer? Yeah. I feel bad for them. They've made it so long. It's such a beautiful island, too. It is. These photos, I'm just like, I want to move there. Not anymore. After the serial killer thing's taken care of. After they catch the dude? (laughs) After they catch him. I mean, he's... It's kind of tainted, though. You think so? Yeah, because in a lot of places, yeah, like, a lot of places, once they get their first serial killer, it's like, everyone who lives there starts, they have something eerie that they're reminded of. Yeah, that's true. It's no longer a paradise. That's true. Because, like, um, i give you an example. I was watching something today on uh, these kids. Their parents were serial killers together in London. Or, not London. UK. Somewhere in UK. The United Kingdom. Yeah. Oxford. Yeah, and every time, like, people saw their previous location of where they lived, um, people would, like, judge them based off of what their parents did. So it's like they're tainted by something that they didn't even do, and it was before their time. So I think that things can be tainted, and from that, their lives have been troubled because they weren't able to find jobs. People wouldn't hire them because of their parents. So it's just like one thing can taint something else. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks for bringing that dark thought. Yeah. Michaela. Well, Michaela, what's your smiley face? Oh. Smiley face update. It's not an update. It's more so like. 
continuation. Yeah. So, um, I was watching, this was on the same thing I was watching with the kids. It was talking about uh, children of serial killers. Mm-hmm. It was on my YouTube watch suggestions because mm-hmm. I watch so much eerie shit. The FBI is <laughs> right. watching us. All four of us probably have YouTube flags right now. Right, because I have oh, to look yeah. up this stuff, oh, so it just oh, pops yeah. up. I was on my work Wi-Fi today looking up children murderers. You're fired. And it was, pop- <laughs> and it was like showing, like, why, like, one of the articles was, what would make a person want to murder a child? And I'm like, if they're if work Wi-Fi is like, what's Jesse looking up on his phone? They can, they they can do that. I know they can. <laughs> I've worked IT into for the different. Boss's office. Yep. I always take my yeah. Uh, this is the internet. I mean, yeah, well, we just got a new Wi-Fi, so I forgot the old Wi-Fi. But my boss wanted me to try our new Wi-Fi, and then I just forgot to disconnect from it. Yeah, I just do it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't but, um, connect to it. Keith Jefferson. He was uh, killing people in the early 90s to the late 90s, and he was mainly killing just women. Well, he did just kill women, and what he would do is that he would kill them, rape them, and then near their body, far away, he would draw a smiley face. And he was a truck driver, and he would do this to women and, like, leave them out in the open and draw a smiley face nearby. Is he already arrested or dead? He's already arrested and he's in jail. But I just thought it, that it was eerily no, very I, similar. I, Maybe to know, I didn't know if you would possibly said. know your customer from a couple weeks ago. Was his name Keith? No. <laughs> that would have been crazy. It wasn't Keith, but it was something else very close. Change his name. Oh, no, I know his name. I'm just going to say it. I know no, his I mean, name. like, he changed My. his name from Keith Jones. No, but the dude is in jail. Like, Probably this guy's in jail. Sounds like a copycat, though. He had no, a daughter definitely. who's in her, tw- I think, 30s, 20s, 30s right now. But um, she's, like, around our age. Did the victims look like her daughter? Their daughter? <clears throat> no, that's nothing to do with that. I'm just saying, like uh, whoever this is now is killing men, but I thought it was weird that they're oddly the same. Maybe you but got some ideas from. Maybe dude. that, but you do know that a lot of copycat killers do reach out to the person that they. Mm, yeah. True. So I feel like he knows something. He might know something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very true. But that's that was my thoughts today. Just that's very simple. Cool. Yeah. No, you told me that earlier today. Yeah. But let's move on with our That was the longest stories. introduction we've ever had. I think that was the longest intro we've ever done. We're mm. having a weird tangent night. We I had like many stories in between. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like like keeping it current, though. Like, you know, talking about things that are currently going on. That are on. happening now. Yeah. Well, these yeah. are two weeks out, too. So, something drastic they don't need to could know change. That, but yeah. They do know that. They They've do been know that. that. Happy oh, I don't Mother's tell my people Day. that. I always tell them we... It's in here. Yeah, okay, we, I'll we've said it multiple times. Okay, anyways. <laughs> okay. Y'all ready? Yeah. We're yeah, ready. Elena's up first this week. We ready. We're okay. Ready. So, we're going to talk about a nice little family in Texas. Houston? No, just uh-huh. a small town in Texas. I didn't write down <laughs> the name of the town. Texarkana. <laughs> I don't know why I did it. <laughs> But I just put a small town in Texas. Lazy writing. <laughs> yeah. I wrote down the state, too, without the city, so don't feel Aww, bad. see? <laughs> I was like, here, somewhere. Somewhere in. So we have the Walcott family, which was Gordon, Elizabeth, their daughter Elizabeth, mm. which kind of bothers me a little bit. Not but bet it. That's I wonder why. Time. <laughs> <laughs> that's an inside joke. Wait, what year is this? <laughs> <laughs> what year is this? <coughs> 1967. So close to her birthday. Uh, I was going to say maybe a descendant. Just joking. <laughs> no, it bothers me that the mom and the daughter share the same name. 
Ooh, that makes me think Some of like Bates Motel. It just, I don't like Not it. Not with like girls. I mean, like, men with guys. do it too. Women do it too. Michaela, would you ever name a future child Michaela? It reminded me of someone else. That's very like narcissistic. That's what. Already hinted at that. (laughs) (laughs) Already hit that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? I said it does remind me of someone else we all know, though. I mean, I'm named after my dad. So am I. My mom is named after her dad. I'm named after my mom. The nurse named me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, your whole family basically has the same name. So that's true. That is very true. (laughs) 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 We weren't very original with our names. So, anyway, we got Gordon, Elizabeth, other Elizabeth, and James. <laughs> other Elizabeth. It's, uh... So that's number two. August 1967, August 4th. Um, James and... They called the daughter Elizabeth Libby, probably to, like, avoid confusion. Yeah. Because um, how could you get confused by that? <laughs> hey, Elizabeth. Both of them turned uh, <laughs> James and Libby go to a rock concert and get home about 10 p.m. And then... What's that look about? What rock concert ends before 10 o'clock? I, it's, it's the, the 60s. 60s. It's a Christian rock concert. The Beatles was considered rock back in this day. Right. That's true. A little, uh, so then they get home about 10 p.m. And then next time anybody sees any of them, it's a little after midnight. And James is running outside down the street. And he flags down three college students. And he's screaming that someone had murdered his family. And that he managed to escape. So the students follow him back to his house, and in there they find Gordon and Libby already dead, and his mom, Elizabeth, is, like, right on the edge. She's just barely hanging in there. Oh, so he's a teenager. He's 15. Okay. Mm. Um, so these college kids, they call an ambulance. This is before 911 existed, so they had to actually call an ambulance. Yeah. Um, and the police... Uh, James is... Two different numbers. Right. (laughs) Meanwhile, James is standing on the front porch shouting, How could this happen? How could this happen? Suspicious. Just screaming it into the air. Peculiar. Um, Michaela's wheels are turning right now. I was looking at him like... The college kids get nervous that the murderer could still be in the house, so they run away. (laughs) They're the smartest people in this whole situation. Honestly, honestly, I'd probably do the same thing. So, um, Elizabeth, the mom, later dies at the hospital. Um, mm-hmm. police are immediately suspicious of James's story, obviously. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, they call in the Texas Rangers to question him, which seems like a lot for a 15-year-old kid, but, hey. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, and he confesses right away. Doesn't even, it's pretty straightforward. He's just like, yeah, I did it. Um, so, I mean, hey, at least he just owned up to it, I guess. I guess. Uh, <laughs> I guess. And then he takes the rangers to his house and shows them where he hit the gun. So, let's go back and talk about what happened. Um, after they get back from the concert, James goes and sniffs some airplane glue. That's what does it. He was going out the glue. <laughs> this was the 60s. That's, that's what Which he it. supposedly had been doing for like months at this point. He'd been sniffing glue for a while. So I guess he could say that's his good. head was in the clouds. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was the one that made the cheesy jokes. That's a whole other level of corny <laughs> that you just hit. Um, he said that he sniffed airplane glue to give himself a boost. Um, There's another joke I can make, but I'm not going to do it. I'm just kidding. I hate you tonight. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, at this point, after he sniffs the glue, he, for some reason, goes, grabs um, a twenty two rifle, walks into the living room, and shoots his father twice in the chest, and he dies right away. Then he walks into his sister's room, shoots her um, twice in the chest, and once in the face. Wow, he really didn't like his sister. <laughs> Him and his sister were apparently having some sibling issues. You'll make me do your chores? Ain't nobody heard these gunshots either? That's what well, then thinking. the mom, his mom is like, what was that noise? Okay. So she runs out of her bedroom to check, and then he turns and shoots her twice in the head and once in the chest. Um, and she doesn't die right away. You know, the college kids find her, and she goes to the hospital, but dies later. Um... When they asked him, when they asked James, like, why he had decided to randomly kill his entire family, he said that he hated his family um, because his mom chewed her food too loudly, <laughs> his sister had an annoying Texas accent, <laughs> and his father funny. made him cut his hair and wouldn't allow him to wear anti-Vietnam War buttons or attend peace rallies. This kid, no... I was, Teenage angst. When I read that his yeah, sister I'm had an annoying Texas my, accent, and I was that's like, why I was but weak. so do you. You live in Texas. She had annoying Texas But hers was annoying. Her accent was annoying. <laughs> she talked way Sir, too slow. have you slow. listened to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> have you? So James gets uh, interviewed by a ton of psychiatrists um, who discovered he'd been sniffing glue. You're probably salivating at this um, case. <laughs> he yeah, said that... sniff my glue. He told them that his... Tried eating some. Ew, that kindergartners do that. Not airplane glue. glue. Not airplane glue, they like the Elmers, I was going to say, they definitely don't make airplane glue available to kindergartners. They're just like, here you go. You want to build an airplane? Take it. Um, an aeroplane? So a they trust him with the hammer as a kindergartner. Huh? What? Then, we got to build little wooden... What school did you go to? Yo, your your childhood was wild. (laughs) (laughs) Like it was was like a movie or something. I remember my finger got really swollen because I hit myself in the finger with the hammer accidentally when I was trying to. Doesn't it sound like like the little rascals or something? (laughs) Right. Like leave it to Beaver. Oh my god. (laughs) Something like his is just an old like movie plot. Right. (laughs) You grew up in like the forties. We was growing up in the nineties. My biography one day is going to be good. The book. Check out on bookshelves. It's going to be titled What the. (laughs) <laughs> That's all it's gonna be called. <laughs> no, I can't even lie. If I did make a biography, it would be fire. You think so? I definitely. Mine would think be lame. So. <laughs> Hello. Oh, what did this? you say was gonna be the title of your biography? Oh, I forget. We I made a joke. I forget. It was a it was a baseball pun. Oh, oh there's something about curveballs. I remember. I'll come back to that. Okay, I'll think remember. about it. I'll remember it. Um. So anyway, a bunch of psychiatrists. Um, interview him, discovery been sniffing glue. Mm. Um, they, he also told them that his family had been plotting to kill him. He had suicidal thoughts and had, was like hearing voices and all this stuff. So schizophrenic. So he's diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia and mm. is found not guilty by reason of insanity and is shipped off to the state like mental hospital for treatment. Um, and then at this point, everybody just kind of, like, forgets about him, and they're like, oh, he's in, like, the psych ward, he's, like, out of the way, cool. Mm-hmm. So, let's skip ahead to August of 2016. Oh, that's fairly recent. He's an adult. Pretty recently. That's when we all met. Um. Well, it is. <laughs> yeah, it was. No, 2013? 
No, we met oh, in 2016. No, 2013. I was graduating in 13. No, August of 2013. Maybe 13. I said 2016 by accident. Graduated what? High school. High school. That's when I graduated in 2011. No, no. I graduated. She graduated. graduated, graduated the same year I graduated. But then wow. I, had, I had a whole so many years that was lost. I thought we all graduated. Me and you graduated the same year. Well, no, I was supposed to, Michael and I, I graduated whole, the same. Year. Anyways, definitely cut this out. Yeah, I had a whole but. senior year that was lost. <laughs> Y'all are just making my job so hard at editing. Well, sorry, sorry. Jesse. Earn your keep. So anyway, <laughs> August 2013, um, <clears throat> a 61-year-old psychology professor. Mm-hmm. At Stop an it. Illinois State College. Stop it. Um, going by the name of James St. James. Wow. Is outed by the newspaper as really being James Walcott. At this point oh. in his life, like I said, he was 61. He had his PhD, had won um, many awards. Uh, the student and staff loved him. He had grown out like this pretty nice beard. And he had like your standard, you know, college professor, cool ponytail going on. Mm-hmm. Um, cool ponytail. Yeah. It's like, you know, one of those chill hippie ponytails. I gotcha. I mean, his dad wouldn't let him cut his hair, so. He took full advantage. He took full advantage of him being dead now. Once he was gone. Um, (laughs) but what's ironic is he was now a psychology professor. His dad had been a biology professor. Hmm. So, it's kind of weird. Um, but it turns out that when James turned 21, he... The psychiatrist said that he was, like, all better, released him after he'd been there for about six years. Um, He inherited his parents' estate and all of their money. And then at this point, he changes his name from James Walcott to James James. James James. (laughs) And just, like, goes to college, gets his degree, becomes a professor, and just lives out, like, this really quiet secretive life doesn't do anything else the whole rest of his life is just like chilling Hmm. was his files not sealed I don't know how the newspaper was able to find where he was or how they out of him because obviously they won't say I know but once somebody's files are sealed like that's since he was a minor his files should have been sealed yeah and they shouldn't have been searching for him like that's some if it's in his past and he's not doing anything now they should have just left it. Like, soon. my yeah, person's murder went mainstream, and then there was a tabloid that found her when she grew up. That's jacked up. I would want to be mm-hmm. left alone. So, um, there's, like, initially a huge uproar, and people are, like, calling for him to be fired. Um, That's exactly why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but the university actually sticks by him and said that he was a great professor and that all the students loved him and they would let him keep his job. Wow, that's rare. Yeah. Usually, I they mean, just it's fire. wild because like this dude killed his whole family. Family. But then again, it's like. Well, no, the, the major sorry. theory there, yeah. there's two sides. Some people say you're a that kid, you're still your brain's still developing. And everything. I understand that. But well, that's the two family. sides going yeah. on right now. Is like there's half of the people saying like that he was just a kid and he had a mental illness that wasn't diagnosed yeah. and you know it wasn't really his fault and. He's lived the rest of his life peacefully since he's been, you know, on his meds. And then there's the other side that say that he he has been, like, um, noted of having an IQ of over 130. He's super intelligent. So the other side of the argument is that he faked the whole 
the whole schizophrenia thing, he knew exactly what to say to them to get them to think he was crazy yeah. so that he could get away with you it. You know what is really wild? And I've just been sitting here just holding it. What? Tell us. Spill the tea. Well, I'm not going to spill all of it because i got to do my turn later. Oh, but true. me and your person... Really similar? Super, super similar. But your person turned out the opposite after they the, were 21, mm. the 21 release. So we'll get to that in mind. Okay. But it's crazy. And guess what? They're both 15 and they're both the 60. So that's Whoa, why I'm sitting here like, wow. What? We were on the same, like, brain wavelength this yeah. week. That's weird. Yeah. You guys were just kind of weird. That brainwave. Well, mine is so much worse than yours, but go ahead. Oh, uh, well. It's really fine. Weird. It wasn't a contest, but. <laughs> it is a contest. Yeah, I'm like, not because a they said. similar. <laughs> <laughs> because they said he was so smart, um, a lot of people think he faked the whole thing to just mm-hmm. get away with it. Um. And they back this up by saying that he doesn't ever seem to take any medication, and most people who have schizophrenia, like, struggle with it throughout their life. And they he have seemed, episodes, yeah. Yeah, he seemed, he's never had an episode, and he seemed to just, like, magically get better. But episodes are brought on by stress. So, say if Maybe he was Maybe he's living a get, really chill life. And if he was to get fired now... It might make it It would, snap. might cause him... The entire well, board never, at that university would disappear. He never got married. Gone. Shotgun. <laughs> he never got married, never had any children... Um, he That's just a good lives idea. alone by himself and teaches and seems to just live a very quiet, low-stress lifestyle. And the fact that his psychology helps him. Right. Yeah. But all of his students stand... Um, yeah, that's what I thought, too. That's Maybe that's what got him interested in it. Yeah. Um, all of his students stand by him. And you can go... This is kind of funny, but you can go on the website Rate My Professor and look him up. And he has, like, five-star... He has five-stars... And, like, tons of reviews. And all the students love him so much. They but say he's the best that, professor though, that they've ever had. What has every person said about most of serial killers? That they're they awesome. were so nice. Exactly. So that doesn't mean anything Yeah, to I don't know. I've never met him, so I can't say if he's Road really, trip. if he tricked them or if he really did have this mental illness. Road trip to go yeah. talk to the Even professor. talking to him, like, Ooh, I wouldn't know. For the because his IQ is so high. Really well. Yeah. Yeah, want to go visit smart. him and interview him? I wouldn't want to go bother him in his new life, bro. He refuses to talk to any press or media. He just wants to be left alone. We're just Which I can understand that. I don't respect media. that. I would media. want to respect him in his space. But Michael and I were just It is kind of crazy to me that he was able to kill his whole family and then just get out and live like a normal life. As long as and he's here. not doing anything crazy now. I know, but I just feel bad for his family, though. And he got their money, too. Yeah, and the, yeah, like and he, he inherited everything. all their money. Yeah, that's a slippery slope. I'm not even going to oh, I don't know. I don't know how to think about it. My feelings are confused on it. Yeah, but. that one's, yeah. But, yeah. Mm-mm. That's all I got this week. That was a good one. Yeah, crazy. Nice. I found it because I saw an article on Facebook about it, and then I researched it more, and I was like, might as well do this one. That's a good one, though. I like that. That was a good one. It was fire. 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 Well, I guess it's my turn. I figured I'd start off with a picture for us today. So I'm talking about Mary Bell. This is Mary Bell. She looks oddly familiar. When she got arrested for what she did. I know this one very well. You do? I thought you did, because when I emailed you, I mean, texted you, emailed, whatever. Yeah, we email each other. <laughs> we, we just email each other on the regular. <laughs> I don't yeah. even check my emails. <laughs> I texted her today Probably because I saw her code word, and mine's literally one year off from hers. So we But got this nervous. person did a couple of things. So I was like, what if her code word was a different thing that she did? And then, so yeah. I was like, oh, did you do Mary Bell? And she was like, no. But then she sounded like she knew who that was. So if you have any other things to add, feel free to. 
include them. I bet she'll knock them all out. Yeah, Mary Flora Bell was born on 26th of May, 1957. So she was a 50s baby. Um, and her mother was a prostitute who was often absent from the family home, traveling to Glasgow to work. Um, and Mary was her first child and was born when her mother, Betty, was 17 years old. And no one knows who the biological father is, and for most of her life she believed um, Mary Bell thought it was this guy named Billy Bell, a criminal who was later arrested for armed robbery. But it was later discovered that he didn't even meet his mom until Mary was already a baby. And then they got married, so that's clearly not her dad. Mm. Um, That's a rough start to life right there. It gets rougher. I'm still holding out hope that my dad is Dave (laughs) Roberts, the uh, manager of the Dodgers. Oh, my God. (laughs) I think you can let that hope go. Um, Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) um, Evidence from family members suggests that Betty had more than once tried to kill Mary when she was a kid and tried to make it look accidental. So there was one time when Mary, quote-unquote, fell from a window of the house. And the family was a little suspicious because they were like, um, Cause instead, how'd you just fall from that window? Instead, she was Spartan kicked out the window. Something. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and then she quote unquote accidentally consumed sleeping pills. Oh yeah. When, when some family members said that Betty was giving Mary pills to her daughter and telling her that they were sweets. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do that all the time. I mix up my candy and my pills and... <laughs> Why do you say that note so nonchalant? Right, I was like, like, is she serious or not? (laughs) I'm not joking. Um, And then Mary has said that as a child, she was subjected to constant sexual abuse because her mom would force her from the age of four to have sex with her clients. That's very disturbing. Yes. Yeah, that's good. But due to the fall that she had from the window, it has since been discovered that she suffered brain damage. Um, Clearly. Yes. She had damage to her prefrontal cortex, which is an area associated with voluntary movements and decision making. This is how all killers are born. Is that true? Yeah, all of them. Fact checking. (laughs) A lot of them have head injuries, though. It's very so. Yeah. yeah. A lot of pro like that's why a lot of pro football players end up like snapping and murdering like themselves. Chris Benoit, you remember that WWE wrestler that killed his family and then hung himself in his weight room? Yeah, it's it's because they've all been hit in the head so many times. It messes with your brain. It's that CTE. Mm -hmm. Um, It just sucks though because like you can't even test for CTE until after. It's happened. Yeah. Yeah. But on May 25th, 1968, the day before Mary's 11th birthday, she strangled four-year-old Martin Brown in an abandoned house. Like, he was a neighbor boy. He She just kind of kidnapped him. And was what like, hey, he do to you, girl? Dang. She just felt like that was a thing to do. Uh-uh. Um, and she was believed to have committed the crime alone. Um, but between then and the second killing that she partaked in, she met Norma Joyce Bell, who was no relation, who was 13. And they broke in and vandalized a nursery in their town of Scottswood, Newcastle-upon-Tyne, North Cumberland, England. I never said where this was. Dear Lord. So, yeah, it, this is in, like, England. Okay. Um, but they broke into this nursery and left notes saying that she was responsible for the killing. But police being police just said, oh, they're kids, and they're trying to prank us. They didn't actually murder this boy. <laughs> I can kind of see that, though, because who's going to believe that a small child woman did that? I'm going to look at it and look into it. <laughs> like, I'm still going to look. <laughs> I'm not just going to dismiss no it. Oh, they're pranking us. left unturned. Um, but July... Look. 
1968, so a little over two months later, the two girls partook in the strangulation death of three-year-old Brian Howe in a wasteland in the same Scottswood area. And um, after um, Mary and Norma murdered Brian, Mary actually returned to the body, carved an M into the boy's stomach, used scissors to cut off some of his hair, scratched his legs, and mutilated his penis. How it's a she? really weird thing. She was 11 by this point. It's a really the weird thing. The first murder was the day before her 11th birthday, and then she was 11 when this happened. You can tell she's been sexually abused, because yes. most 11-year-olds Don't wouldn't jump to that. Is. Right. Yeah. They yeah. definitely wouldn't do that. You can tell there's definitely been some, like, molestation yes. going like, on in that Like, the sexual abuse definitely got to her on oh, that yes. one, because she made sure to take that. And then the yep. prefrontal cortex, I'm thinking with the decision-making, like, you know, she was thinking, oh... I mean, I don't know how that works, because I don't have brain damage, but... Right. Mm, jury's still out of She was... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, clearly, after the second time, she ended up getting caught one way or another. Maybe this isn't a joke. <laughs> Maybe she actually did She took it. a man's penis. So, on penis. December 17th, 1968, yeah, yeah. Norma Bell was acquitted, because they determined that Mary had sort of lured her into it. But Mary Bell was convicted of manslaughter on the grounds of diminished responsibility. Um, and the jury um, took the note of court-appointed therapists um, that said that Mary was displaying classic symptoms of psychopathy. Uh-huh. So she was a psychopath. Um, the judge, Justice Cusack, which I love the name that... I love the fact that his name is Justice and the judge. <laughs> that's what all of their they're called justices. they're justices oh. his yeah, name isn't justice yeah. oh, I thought that was so cool I was like no it's like oh, instead of judge born. instead no, of judge it's our judge is a justice, yeah. justice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but the judge Justice Cusack described her as dangerous and said she, said she posed mm-hmm. a very grave risk to other children and she was detained at her majesty's pleasure effectively an indefinite sentence of imprisonment. where was this again? This, this is, is in England. England. No, no. Where did they send her? To Her Majesty's Pleasure. I thought I, I thought that's what you said. Go ahead. That's really disturbing. Yeah, I don't like that name either. I don't like that. Um, and, and she was there for imprisonment. She was originally sent to the Red Bank Secure Unit in Newton Lee Willows, Lancashire, um, who act, which was actually the place that John Venables, one of James Bolger's killers, went to 25 years later. James mm-hmm. Bolger, it's like a... I'd love to t- talk about it at some point in time, but he was, like, a 10-year-old that was murdered in the same area, so. Um, and then, for a time, Bell also lived in a girl's reprimand home at Cublo Lodge in South Norwood. Um, but anyways, after prison, she was released from Ascombe Grange um, after serving 12 years. Hmm. So, I know you mentioned your person serving 21, right? No, he got six he, years. They served six. Oh, six? Mm-hmm. They got released when they were 21. Oh, yeah. that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So, yeah, she served 12 years, so she got out, you know, by the time she was 23. And she was granted anonymity. Eh. Anonymity. Sorry, Can you repeat that one more time? She was granted anonymity, so no one knew who she was, and she was given a new name to start a new life. And four years later, she had a daughter on 25th of May, 1984. And the girl knew nothing of her mother's past until reporters Whoa. and ta- like tabloid reporters discovered Bell's location in 1998. So when this girl was 14, 
and they had to leave their home with bed sheets over their head so people weren't taking pictures for magazines. That is, see, that's what I'm talking about. That's right kind there. of just, well, I have a whole problem with, like, the paparazzi anyway. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think they're disgusting in the first place. Right, because you just want a story no matter what the expense is. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't like the paparazzi. Britney Spears 2007 is the whole okay. reason for that, but... <laughs> I'm gonna let it go for this Pride Month. I'm gonna let it go. But just know, any other time, I would have made a joke. <laughs> I'm gonna let it go. Okay. But um, <laughs> the daughter's anonymity was only protected until she reached the age of 18 originally. But on the 21st of May 2003, um, Belle won a battle to have her own and daughter's, like, you know, sort of witness protection, I guess. Uh-huh. It, except it's like. I killed someone protection, um, extended for life. And then, um, it's now an official order in England. It's called the Mary Bell Order. So it's oh, kind of cool that whoa. they did that. So now if you're convicted as a murderer, as a child, and whenever you're released, you just get a new identity for life. Like, it's never... Right. I kind of like that, though. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah. But she's the subject of two books. There's the case of Mary Bell from 1972, which was account of the killings and trial. And then controversially, um, there was this other book called Cries Unheard, the story of Mary Bell, released in 1998, which was an in-depth biography where Bell and her relatives were actually interviewed about it. Hmm. And a lot of people don't like this book and, like, tried to get, a, like, you know, mass burdens of this book and everything because Bell received payment for her participation. So it brings up the ethics question of if you committed this crime, should you, you be get paid, paid to, to get interviewed about it? Yeah, I agree Well, what that. was she saying about it, though? She was talking about... Like, you know, her childhood and how she feels like that's what stemmed to her. Yeah, but does she kids. say, like, oh, I regret I I didn't kids. read this book. People are just pissed that she got paid for murdering these people. And yeah, then, I will also, like, I'm very interested to see what exactly she said. Because that could also either ease things a little bit or bring forth right. more rage. I feel like, I don't feel bad for 11-year-old Mary Bell who was murdering these Poor little children. But more reformed I feel Mary bad. Bell. Well, I feel bad for poor little baby Mary Bell who was turned into... The murderer. The exactly. murderer. Yeah. Clearly, she was getting abused horribly at home. Yeah. That's why she turned out that way. It's really clear to see why she did this. Yeah. yeah like so I feel bad for poor little baby Mary, Mary Bell. Somebody mm. should have helped her. Right. Dang, that's sad. Yeah, so, I don't feel bad for her because I you I don't feel bad for murder or Mary Bell, but I feel, feel I, bad for I hate the fact that her mom let her constantly be sexually abused as a child. Didn't Pushed let her, out her. Of she didn't care. She, she didn't care. Yeah, she didn't care. <laughs> Wow. But that, she pushed <laughs> wow. her out of a window and was telling her she was eating candy when she was giving her sleeping pills and stuff like she that. She clearly didn't want that candy. So, yeah, no, like, I don't even know what happened to Betty. Why, don't, why didn't she just give her away? When I Did first her started, mom go to jail? When I, I don't think so. Of course. Of course. She should have went to jail. She should have went to jail, too. She should have been just as responsible for those up. kids' deaths. Yeah. Uh-huh. I agree. But yeah, and she's actually called the Tynocide Strangler. That's, like, the nickname she was given. She shouldn't even oh, be given her name. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that's what I got. Elena, do you have any more details? I kind of... I don't think didn't so. Didn't take thorough notes. Or, well, that's didn't so really sad. Take notes Kid, like, babies killing babies is really depressing. It doesn't mm-hmm. get any more depressing it, than I that. think children killers are the scariest thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because you would never... You don't know what's going on inside their head. Like, some, like, no, you, like, no. you don't expect, like, a man, a grown-ass man. They just hide in plain sight. Yes, like a child. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Children of the Queen. Yeah, that is... You know that movie? I will not watch it because it's so scary to me. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot I fathom the thought of children Whoa. killing people. Like, yeah. it's scary. 
that's oh the scariest thing to But yeah. Yeah, so that was mine. I hope it was okay. It was great. It fit our theme this week, so it's nice. A little sad, but it was good. Yeah, it's so good. Very so, detailed. Michaela, you ready to shake shit up? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. All right. Shake it. <laughs> shake and bake. Let's get to this dude here. All right, I'm going to be talking about Edmund Kemper the Third. Not the third. The third. Jesse, you know who this is, but I'm going to have to get into, you probably won't click into the end, because a lot of people don't know about his childhood. How do you know I, I know, know who, who this is? is because you're going to know who it is. I know who this is because I tried to say something at one point, and Michaela yeah. was like, no. Wait, He's about I got to come. <laughs> She's like, do not say anything. All right. I'm, I'm excited now if I know that. I'm not even... You'll know Everybody who knows who this is as soon as she gets to so the Michael knows this person? No, because he's not like a person who's into like true crime. Michael's right not in the doing this podcast. I'm talking <laughs> about like shows and stuff. Uh, I do too. Remember? Did you watch Mindhunters? I don't watch them all, but I've watched some. Throwback no, to episode one when Elena was like, he doesn't even care about watched this. Watch that show and he's a big part in that show. Okay. And it's a really good show. It's like okay. the, um, the true story of the... FBI of the agents who, who made the serial like killer program. And they saved a lot of people because they could notice it in children much faster now. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. So, um, Edmund Kemper III, he was born in December, December 18th, 1948, in California. No city, Jesse, just California. Which one are you? Do you cause a problem with her, too? I'm having a brain aneurysm right now. <laughs> I need to know where to not move. And he was the second (laughs) child born in his family. His mother and his father split up when he was very young. Um, Edmund was known to, at a young age, take his sister's baby dolls and rip off the heads and rip off the legs and... Just dismember the baby dolls really young. Well, you got that a weird look on your face, Michael. That was probably not a good time to say I stabbed my brother's teddy bear once. I used to attack my little G.I. Joe. <laughs> well, he progressively got worse. I didn't get worse. Um, that was all I did. Well, you went to therapy. That's true. I did have to go to therapy. My mom was like, nah, we're not it doing was, that. <laughs> it was also reported that in the second grade he used to, and by reporting, I'm meaning he said this himself. I watched yeah. a whole 44 minute interview. And a lot of this stuff comes from his mouth himself. Oh, gosh. Because he's not shy. Clearly. But anyways. Um, in the second grade, he followed his teacher home every day almost. Sometimes bringing a knife. He never did anything to her. He was, he was just, just thinking about it. He was practicing. Second just grade, in case, gotta have my that's knife. That's crazy. Right, he was just practicing. Second grade, That's nine though. or eight. I didn't. I knew where my teacher lived in second grade, too. But did you follow her? No, she just took us did on field trips. Did you follow her home with lunch. a knife, though? Yeah, that's different. Did you say your teacher fixed you lunch at her house? Listen, leave class. it to me for over here. <laughs> your childhood is wild. <laughs> like, just crazy. She, her name was show. Mrs. Moody, and she was very moody. She was old. Wow. All right, Moving so. on. She had a historical house. <laughs> Moving on. Anyways, he also, at the age of 13, buried a cat alive in his backyard. No. Nice. Yep, and then he said that months later he took it up a notch and he would go and stab cats and bury them all in the same backyard. So, so um, he's progressing. Seems reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> in the same backyard. So at 14, he was like, he hated That's his mother so much. He was like, I'm going to go live with my dad. So he runs away from home and he goes to find his father. His father let him stay there for a while, but his 
father's wife was like, look, your kid is weird. <laughs> Send him off. He's got to go. So he sends him to live with his grandparents, so his father's parents. So, um, oh yeah, a note, another note. His mother, his real mother, when he used to live there, she was so afraid of him, she used to make him sleep in the basement, and she would lock him in the basement. Oh, my God. Wow. And he was, because he was like 6'4", and he was a weirdo. Right. She was afraid of him. Get that kid some help. Send him to a hospital. Like, dang. If I, I woke was, up sleeping in the basement, and I tried to leave, and the door was locked, whew, it's so And he weird. said he hated that. He said it made him feel like... An animal, probably? Yeah. Like, well, this I guess this was also the '60s where mental illness was not really understood well, yes. and it was considered. There were like, still mental asylums where people are getting just an excuse. right. It was considered like plugged a, up their nose, right? And it was considered like a weakness. So yeah, she probably didn't want to tell anyone because the neighborhood would judge her or whatever. Yeah. What for him? Yeah, well, she probably didn't, didn't want to get him help because she was like, "No, I can't let my." They have a Neanderthal in their son. house, right? Yeah. So later. Um, Oh, later he said that his grandmother <laughs> was a lot like his mother, and that Uh-oh. bothered him. Oh, God. So, at the age of... Oh, wait, nope, still here. Sorry. <laughs> still this age. <laughs> so, he, uh, his grandfather bought him a gun for hunting purposes. So, he used to Probably enjoy... Probably shouldn't give a weirdo a gun, Well, but... to his grandpa, he wasn't weird. He just talked a lot. He didn't... Find them weird. One person's definition so, um, of weird is different than another's. Well, I guess. I want to say also, too, on behalf of the male population, that we're a little slow noticing details like that. I think that. it's more so you don't <laughs> want to notice that type of stuff. So but every woman in his life has noticed. Like, his two sisters noticed he was a weirdo. They said he used to roll them up and... Um, he rolled them up? He rolled them up inside carpets, like rugs, and see oh how, if they could get God. out. Like, he used to torture them type I got stuff. stuck in a sleeping bag brother. that got shut because yeah, it fell off my bed. My sister used to uh, take a jump rope and, like, tie my brother's hands up and put him in a closet. Yeah, that's weird. We used yeah, to tie each other up and lock and lock your, lock your each other into a room and see how long it took to escape. But we always let them... We, always we took turns. We it was would like put a game. duct tape on each other's mouth and yeah, we did lick it too. off. I was an only child. But that was, like, I in case you get kidnapped. And things and try to escape. No, we were just being jerks. Why are you giving me that weird look? That's weird, Jesse. Putting myself in things to escape. Like, I'd close the sleeping bag and, like, have it, like, jarred closed. We're going to stop bed. talking about your childhood today. Yeah, that's another Weirdness. podcast. <laughs> We're done with this like escape today. room. <laughs> so, anyway, anyway, so he was... Uh, Grandpa hunt- doesn't think he's weird. Yeah, so he was hunting small animals. His grandmother thought it was weird because he would take great joy in killing the animals. So she would lock up his gun so he couldn't get to it. Like I said, the male um, population's a little slower noticing these details. Yep. So, August 27th, 1964, at the age of 15, Edmund was in the kitchen with his grandma, and he shot his grandmother three times at the kitchen table. Um, That escalated. Yeah. So, once his grandmother was dead, uh, Edmund's grandfather was out at the store. So, he was like, I don't want my grandfather to see my grandmother, because for him, you know, that's going to be sad for him. Oh, yeah. So, I'm just going to kill him, too. So he waited till he got home Logical. and he shot him in the head. He thought about his grandpa. Logical. So he calls so his mom. Kind. No. <laughs> <laughs> he calls his mom and he tells his mom what he did. Oh and she's God. like, either you call the cops or I'm going to call them. So Edmund calls the cops. And they take him in and the cops asked him why he did it. And he said just to see what it felt like. Oh. What so, did it feel like? 
Well, I mean, there's lots of interviews you can listen to where he tells you exactly what he was feeling, but I didn't feel like he needed to be. No, those like glorify. Yeah, I I was being, I was being sarcastic. I was trying to be the cop. I don't really care how he felt. So, um, they sent him to a mental facility where he was diagnosed with schizophrenia and delusions. Um. He was there for five years, and they let him out when he was 21. Oh, this is magic really number. weird. Yeah. <laughs> the magic number. You're cured They also that age. knew right. that his IQ score was 140, mm-hmm. which is very high. Very genius. He's really good at manipulating them. Uh, and yeah. he even said later that he manipulated them so he can get out. Because he knew exactly what to say. For oh, yeah, time. he literally says that, doesn't he? Yep. He says that he knew what to say to get out. Yep. And so his... Uh, files were all super sealed. Right, because he was a kid. Yep. So he goes and he leaves, and now he's out at 21. I feel like at this point, if they would have just locked him up, I think that at this point he still had a little piece of like morality in him, and he was probably, because he called the police on himself, He maybe a little piece inside of him was like, I don't want to do this, but I have this compulsion to do Mom this. Mom, I said she was going to call the cops. I think there was a little now. piece of him that wanted to go away, and then when they let him out, you'll see that, that was later. it. Yeah, you'll see that later. He does a There's little There's a little piece of him that wants somebody to stop him. But he had a he had a big fight in his head that he was not going to win. Yeah. Um. So you may, um, you may ask how I know all this information if his uh, files were sealed. How did you know all this information if his files were sealed, Michaela? Oh, my God. I'm going to tell you <laughs> right now. Because so, he did more oh Edmund Kittner, Kittner. I'm saying this wrong. I don't care. He's a serial killer. Um, became <laughs> one of the most known serial killers in the U.S. Now, let's get to <coughs> Elena, that day you were talking about it. He would practice for months just picking up hitchhikers so he can know the ins and outs of the process and perfect his art of killing. Hmm. So he's completely snapped at this point. Oh. <laughs> well, he got out and he wanted to become a police officer, which he went through everything. He passed everything. The only thing they Did said they is that... Did they not do background checks? It was sealed. No, that's right. He was a child. That's right. Um, <laughs> Forgot about that. The only thing they said the that cops he couldn't become a cop is because he was too tall. Like, he's freakishly tall. He's a monster. You think they would want yeah. tall that's people to be cops? Yeah, like... You can't be a too tall cop? Nope. Not in the 60s, I guess. I don't think it's it's probably changed right now. I'm about now. to say, like... I'm this eight. is still the 60s? Yeah. Well, now we're getting into the 70s. <laughs> I was like, damn, this I is I think it's 69 right now. Yeah. So, um... After he did not become a cop due to height issues, he would go around picking up hitchhikers, and what he would do is that he would murder them, have sex with their dead bodies, <laughs> dismember them like he did the baby dolls when he was a child, because he found... He said something about, like, whenever he was a kid, he went to a magic show, and he was just in awe about how they would dismember the bodies, not a fake trick, oh, yeah. and put it back together. Stuck with them, so now he does that. Takes the heads off. He'll Doesn't keep some of the heads. Together, no. no, he was not putting Takes them to together. different locations, you didn't, you didn't drops them off. The and he said, like, you never did anybody you knew, and you always make sure whoever you picked up, no one was around to see you. So he was very particular. He about was, he was really smart. Like he like, was creepy smart. This is like Ned's declassified of like murders. Oh, he gives you a full because he wanted to be right. a cop so bad. Whenever the FBI came to him, he opened up like a freaking book. Like he would sit down for interviews all day mm-hmm. and talk. He loves to talk. 
Oh, he talks a lot. A lot. He so the bells have already been ringing for me because I haven't gotten. You've never heard of this guy. No. Wow. Wow. Anyways, I was like, oh, what else happened? He's like the freaking number one. Everybody Are knows. you really into true crime if you don't know who? He's that there next to Charles Manson. No. Okay. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Is there more stuff that happens? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe, oh, I'll, maybe yeah. the bells will start ringing. Oh, we're getting there. So. It rings for, for me before you. I don't hear any more of your jokes. So one day, <laughs> um, Edmund decides, you know what? I can't keep doing this because he would only do it after he got in an argument with his mother. Yeah. And he noticed that he was killing women in the place of his mother. Yeah. So he was like, I can't just keep killing all these women like this. So go for the sword. Let's so go you know what I'm going to do? I'm a killer. As you said. Logical. It's so, a good plan. Logical. Yeah, not a good plan. So he does oh, no. is uh, he argues with his mom for the last time. This is it. And <laughs> she tells him, like, in the midst of the argument, you know what, I haven't got laid in such a long time because you're around, you're freaking weirdo. You still live in my house. Like, it's just irritating. Causes a lot of tension. Basically, like, just going off on him. So he was like, okay, go to sleep then. So he goes to sleep. He beats her to death. Chops off her head. He was like, since you don't get laid, you know, oh, God. how about I do you a favor? He F's her head. His mom is so disturbing. Then he sticks her on the fireplace and uses her head as a dartboard. He yeah. had some pent up rage to burn out. And then oh he my. thought that that was not enough. Because oh I know that's not enough. He gets on the phone, calls her best friend. She comes over. He strangles her to death. Sticks her uh, body in the closet for the night, you know. Then takes it out later at night time. back in the fireplace. Does her while she's dead. And then leaves her there. And then he takes off her head because it's his M.O., you know. It's her thing to do. Gotta he take. was like, I'm so angry at my mom. She's not enough. I have to kill her friend. Her, her yeah. friend's got to go, too. So he's like, you know what? I'm about to dip out. So he leaves. He gets to Colorado. He's chilling. He's like, you know what? I'm going to turn myself in. So he calls the cops. And mind you... Did you discover the bodies? I'm not sure. I don't think so at this point. <laughs> and also, since it was the 70s, if the bodies were discovered there, and then he's all the way in Colorado, things didn't cross state lines very well then. Plus, at that time period, there were three serial killers in that California area. Right. So there was so much killing all going on. It was like known as the city of murders at that time. So um, he calls them. And mind you, whenever he went to cop school... He became friends with all these police officers. So they know him as, like, uh, a Ed, pretty like, you know, he goes and hangs out with them. I'm pretty sure he would take, like, the bodies of his victims, put them in the car, drive down to the police uh, bar where all the police uh-huh. officers were, yep. have drinks with them while the bodies were still in the car. Yep. That's he was bold. Crazy. He was flaunting it. Yeah, he would even, like, bury the heads in his backyard, pointing towards his mom's room. Because he was like, my mom always wanted people to look up to her. Like, uh, he's <laughs> beyond this little crazy. Didn't at one point he abduct someone, like, right next to the police station? Like, yep. he was getting really bold? Yeah. Because he knew he, he could like, get away He was, like, really, like, trying to taunt the police. Yeah. Imagine so, abducting a cop and then killing him. No, he, he, they're not he women. He didn't that far. Yeah, they're not women in the 70s. No, no yeah, there's no true. women cops in the 70s. So, he's like, he tells them, he's like, yo, I did it. I killed my mom. I killed all those women. The cops don't believe him. Oh, Ed, stop oh, playing, buddy. bro. Exactly. So stop playing. So it gets you to the point us. where he has to start telling them details. Oh, my God. So, and they're like, hold up, wait, why does he know that? So he gets, 
expedited back to California. He takes them to everywhere. They said that it almost felt like the investigation was never going to end because there were so many places that he put body parts. And he would take them to each one. Ooh. So he took them to each one, and that happened. Now he's alive. He's still in jail, of course. But he is a, um, a teacher. He teaches uh, computer science <laughs> in jail. How's Very he learning about all dude. the new computer stuff? He's, he's dumb smart. He probably taught himself. Yeah. Oh, iPhones. He's very talkative. <laughs> he actually answers all his fan mail. Oh, my God. Number one, it's disturbing that people are sending exactly. him fan mail. Yeah. That's, like, what? That's the number one yeah, issue. Yours truly. <laughs> right. They said he's a super gentle giant, which is crazy to me. Uh, yeah. not really. He doesn't cause any issues. That's Edmund Kemper. Because he's surrounded by men, and those aren't his Exactly. His he has a major problem with women. Right. Period. If he's surrounded by all dudes, clearly he's going to be chill because he doesn't have a problem with them. Duh. Exactly. Men are cool. But then they don't, asked him... Don't uh, get a female prison guard. They wouldn't. Uh, was it Cosmo, the magazine for women? They interviewed him recently. Oh, my like God. Like in, like, the 2000s. Are you serious? Why? Yeah. I don't know why. Why? Want to get charmed by a serial killer? Learn no. how inside. They asked him, like, what do you think when you see a beautiful woman? Like, because, you know, they got TVs and stuff. He's like, oh, he's like, well, two thoughts go through my head. And that's kind of how he talks. He's like, either one, I see her and I'm like, oh, that's a beautiful woman. Wouldn't mind taking her on a date. Or two, I would love to see her head on a stick. I was like, this nigga is <laughs> he's crazy. So crazy. He is still crazy. He knows he's in there for life. He ain't got to charm nobody right now. Right, he knows. So, he's like, I'm not getting out. So He got a nice teaching gig. He's cool. You know what? He's having a good time in there, and that makes me he really, really unhappy. Because he's doing all these interviews. He's getting all the fame he wants. He's, he's probably getting some sort of payment to teacher. teach computer science. He's getting all those snacks at the commissary from his teacher salary. The FBI still talked to him on the He gets regular. to talk to all these cops. They're probably which is what he wants in the first which, place. Right. I mean, He's it sucks that they're picking him for it, but I do know the FBI sometimes does reach out to serial killers and people oh, in prison. Oh, they've a learned lot. a lot from yeah. him. No, well, yeah, other like, ones, too. Yeah, right. like, they talk to them whenever they're, like, doing other investigations to sort of get in the mind of a serial killer. Right. Like, oh, if this is how this person would react, this but person would probably He's helped them through a lot. Actually, him as a person... Apart from the cannibalism, that part of Silence of the Lambs was based off of him. Mm-hmm. So, just because Oh, he's you should have just mentioned Silence of the Lambs. I know who you're talking about now. Well, not all of it. Just, like, the, the mm-hmm. part that he talks to the FBI helps him through the yeah. investigation is what that was based off of. It's just so... It just makes me so angry that he's having such a good time Right, because that's literally... He's literally living out his cop fantasy now. Yeah. Like, if he's I had him my way, he would have just, you know... Yeah, just death penalty, move on. But they don't do that in California nowadays. So. Right. Some people still get it. I don't in know. California? Oh, not, not California. California. Mm-hmm. That's where he got expedited. So. Well, that's where he was doing it. Well, I know. That's where he's doing it. Yeah. He got expedited back. Had this been Texas? Gone. He would have already been gone. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, Good thing it was in Canada. There would have just been like two years and community service. Here you go. That's like half the murders. Unless you get murdered in jail because you're talking too much. (laughs) (laughs) Dead. Dead. Uh, He was getting on my nerves. Jesus. He just kept talking, okay? He just kept talking. He just kept talking. (laughs) Um, Jeez. So, yeah, I feel like today we had a nice little group of.
Tyler this Murray. was a chill podcast. Like I feel like we've just been like real like calm and relaxed today. Like, so yeah. should we it's announce our special episode. surprise for next week? I'm pretty sure we already said it in the last podcast. We definitely we? mentioned it. Next week we're doing supernatural, so it's gonna be a little step away from what we normally do. Yeah, we're gonna tell some ghost stories. Tell some ghost stories. We're gonna have a little Roast drink drinks s'mores. with us. We're gonna get a little what? tipsy. S'mores. To celebrate episode ten. Numero yeah. diez. Ten. Michael's gonna have some Malibu and tell us a story. The story, of all stories. The story. You sound like you're a little drunk right now. (laughs) What is wrong with you? No, I'm tired now. (laughs) Well, I'm not. not I'm kind of still like I'm probably about to change mine again. I haven't decided what mine's gonna be. Yeah, see, Elena and I. I feel like Elena and I are the two people most into like ghost ghost stuff. Is this ghost or is it supernatural? Either. Yeah, either. Ghosts fit in the supernatural. This is a very, like, I feel like this is going to be just a really, like, open, chill one. Yeah. It's open. We don't have to put too many constraints on this one, you know? Because I won't be able to focus on it anyway. Oh, my God. Michael's going (laughs) to go first next week because otherwise he's going to be sipping during our stories. Otherwise he's going to get way too drunk. Can we bring the X-Files music next time? Yes. Um, I think it's copyrighted. for that? Can we could change a couple octaves. <laughs> Do you think that'll work? <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> if you want, I could just if you. Uh, I'll Michael just mouth it sing myself. It. Like I'll sing it the whole time. We can't, oh we can't get God. copyrighted for that. Yep, yep. That's true, because then you took your own personal. You made it your own. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like when you sing karaoke. Right. You yep. can't get copyrighted. There you go. So I'll just sing Fair it. Fair point. Special treat I for you guys. I don't know if anybody really wants to hear that though. Special. Yeah. <gasps> what? We can all talk about the last time singing an alcohol got mixed in with me, so. Mm, that was purple rain. <laughs> the purple rain incident. But we, we need to keep on yes, thinking like cool little perfect. special episodes to mark different milestones. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely. Every 10th episode. Every 10th episode, we should do something special. Okay. 50, we should do something really special. Oh, if we get to 50, we're going crazy. You know what? Fly I'm, gonna, out to I'm going to write. Edmund Kemper right now, and then by the 50th episode, I should have that letter. Oh, oh I thought you were going to say you are going to have us go there for the 50th episode and interview him. I was like, oh, okay. Nah, I don't want to do that. By the 50th I don't want to see him. I don't want to be in that, like, bad juju. No. No. Plus, I'm a woman. That's not going to work for me. I'll do it. Same. Michael and I will go. Right, you two will be fine. Yeah, well, I'll you're do not it. as He'll think we're like bros. Like, hey. Yeah, I'm with the guys. I don't think you would ever get mistaken as a bro, Jesse. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. <laughs> That's almost. <laughs> I have a story for after podcast. I was like, wow, thanks. He gotta be old as dirt right now. Oh, he has to be super old. Literal dirt. Literal. Dirt. We wouldn't even bond over anything. Like, I mean, maybe maybe like he liked I Love Lucy as a kid. We can talk about that. I hope that you won't bond over anything with Ed Kemper. No, I meant like <laughs> other than murder stuff. Yeah, I was like, I hope you don't bond over anything. We I have think, more I think this episode about. is just going to be how Jesse's Leave it to Beaver childhood is going to make him a serial killer one day. Jesse, potential serial I mean, I didn't killer? say it. Question I didn't mark? say it. <laughs> huh? I said, Jesse, potential serial killer, question mark? If you this guys, is too much for the, the line. That's one if line. you guys listen oh. closely, you'll hear the shovel of Jesse continuously digging himself a hole. Jesse <laughs> digs a hole. FBI is going to listen back to these. Just keep on digging. <laughs> you know how like they have like a supposed list? 
that, like, you know, where they run metrics and stuff, and, like, they're like, oh, this person might be a serial killer. I'm pretty sure this podcast is going to put me on that list. Yep. He had hammers in elementary school. It might, Jesse. Your childhood is just wild. What would be your MO if you were a serial killer? Let's not ask that. My moderus operandi? Is that what that is? It's something like that. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Let's do that question right now. If you were a serial killer, what would your MO be? What would your MO be? I really want to know. This is a good way to close it out. Yeah. Because I love people and I want the world to go around. But what would your MO be if you if you were gonna have to kill people? Hypothetically speaking, this is not like what you actually be. Like, what would I do? Yeah. Wait, what would you do, or who would like? What would your target be? be? What would your target be? And then, like, what would be your like signature? My target would be assholes. (laughs) You're gonna pull like a Dexter. No, like, when no, when he's lying. No, it would be. Look at his eyes. Fake people, like people that make the world not tranquil and peaceful. So he's not saying he's going after people who like are criminals. He's, he's just saying he's going after any douchebag. Like yeah. you in a know, way of, like vigilante justice. Like. Somebody <laughs> cut him off in traffic. He's gonna track him down. Like a couple weeks Mark ago, him down in I was black book. like, <laughs> like a couple weeks ago, I was standing at a bus stop and someone yelled, "Hey, faggot!" So he gotta yeah. go. So he's just taking out any rude people. He's gotta go. And what, what would your signature be? <laughs> or like if be? any of y'all said anything, if anybody said anything mean to y'all. You just kill him for us? Yeah, I'd be like, oh. Sweet. You'd be That's very a little busy. extreme, but alright. <laughs> I, I don't, but see, you're gonna be really busy. I, I, I could never kill anyone though, because then I'd feel bad, because then I'd think about their family, and then I would have to kill me, because I'd be like, oh, because I just hurt their feelings. Cause you I would just be one of them serial killers that'd be crying over the body. Over the body? Is that yours? Yeah. So is that your signature tear streaks on the body? <laughs> I'm so sorry. There's gonna be notes that say I'm sorry. That's Jesse's signature tear soaked notes that just say I'm sorry over and over. But the tears got your DNA, like that's done. He's <laughs> he'd be caught after number two. He's not, not even. What far. about what about you, Michaela? What would be your MO and how your target. What would your signature be? Oh. I think my MO would be People who have got away with things. So Dexter. Kind of like Dexter, but more so on the hands of, like, if someone else got framed for them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like someone got in trouble for something they did, you're going to just take them out? Or somebody used like money. Like murder? To, or, like, would it be simple things, like, too? You know, like, rich people be, like, uh, framing other people because they got money and then they get away with it? Like, mm-hmm. those Are types. you going to put, like, a Robin Hood almost? Yeah, the Robin, Robin Hood of murder. The Robin Hood of murder. Yeah, that's that would be my name. The Robin Hood of murder. Your and biopic then, would be better than that new Robin Hood movie. That movie you was really trash. Do not like that movie. It was wow. trash, bro. It was trash. And then my signature would be is that I would uh, do it in an artistic way that matched what they did. Is that how? That's how the bodies would be placed. Okay. But not no blood. I would have to do like poison or something. Yeah. What so if someone blood. like. Was so if someone got like a bunch of really poor people like kicked out of their apartment and onto the streets, like rent, or like if a like, CEO like fired a whole bunch of people and took all the money type stuff, I would track him down type of stuff, and that would be a victim. Mm-hmm. And then he will be like found in a pile of money. I like it with the daiquiri in his hand because he ran away to somewhere tropical. Mm. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm weak. What about you, Elena? Uh, You're MO and Oddly sign. specific. That was oddly specific. <laughs> yeah, specific. I think she already has someone in mind. I no, I, I really don't. Before. I actually was no, talking I to my coworkers today. 
like, within the past week. And I was talking about how sometimes I feel like if you... I was like, Michaela would never be a murderer. But if she was, I feel like I'd be on her murder list. Like, I'd be, like, one of the first ones. No. No, nah, because you're too close to her. She doesn't want to get caught. Exactly. You're just petty. No. Not because we're friends. But because you're, t- <laughs> <laughs> because you're too close. Exactly. This is why I said she might. <laughs> no, they said... Remember we were talking about our signs? Are like the most likely to be serial killers. Yeah. Which ones? Virgos, oh, Pisces, Sag. Gemini, and Sagittarius. Are all the most likely to be serial killers. Yeah. So we're all a bad combo. Hey. <laughs> um. What's yours? Uh, who would I target? I don't know. I kind of want to target dudes just because. There's already lots of people killing girls out there. Michael and I just looked at each other. This is like a revenge plot, you know? Like, you get some of this, too. (laughs) Like, all y'all out here killing us. Time's up. (laughs) She's the time's up killer. I'm the time's up killer. (laughs) This has gone on long enough. I am ejecting myself from the conversation. Feminist killer. (laughs) Yeah, this will be my last podcast. Hold on, she didn't finish. (laughs) And then my signature. You guys, how did you choose them? Ooh. What would my signature be? Michaela and Elena are creating a spinoff podcast. It's going to be called <laughs> All Men Must Die. First of all, I didn't say mine was gender specific. I know. But uh, Elena... You seem to vibe with did. hers, though, so... <laughs> you were on board with well, that. Well, do, <laughs> you know, do you know how many serial killers are out here killing all females? They need someone killing them, too. Come I mean, that's on. what the new smelly face killers It's only even. Doing. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Maybe I'll track them down along. and get some tips. Bloodless, too. That wow. must be a woman. Oh, it might be. It might be a woman. <gasps> we didn't even consider that thought. Yeah, because there's no blood. There's no blood. Maybe she's poisoning them. Women love their poison. And there poison. was no semen found. But you can't track down vagina. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Just wipe the penis. Dude, this is why I'm happy I'm gay. Stop it. I'm dying. Another reason that's scary. <laughs> Quote of the day, you can't track down vagina. That's literally <laughs> the name she of that And they're staying for a minute, bro. She's probably just like seducing them in her truck. <gasps> And then just murdering them in a silent way. You know, and then putting would be, them in the water. Honestly, that would Yeah, we're going to break this case. Or we didn't even think it. about that. That's so true, though. His daughter. And then she's leaving that little smiley face. You know how women love to leave smiley His daughter, faces? bro. Plot <gasps> twist, she it's actually the smiley face killer's daughter. Oh, I was reading yeah. theories online. Let's not say that because I'm not trying to get sued. Yeah, me neither. But it's not her. This is just a theory. This is just, this this is just people talking. Oh my god, that makes so much sense though. Then you know how women love to leave little smiley faces on I everything mean, her, they write? The girl's dad did. Right, but that's girls weird. love to do that Plus, crap. Yeah, I do. Mine's a smiley face. Yeah. Plus, that's really easy Maybe to get. I think it's hard. Seducing a guy is easy. So yeah, you just tell him, really, hey, come on, let's go to yeah, the after party. Easy. Hey, partner, want to get Yo, I really do think it's a girl it. now. It might that's be. I'm Yeah. Plotless, you guys. I'm proud of you. It's like I've rubbed off on you guys. Shut up, no, you did nothing. Well, what would your sign be, Elena, for murdering um, all these dudes? I don't know. Maybe I just have to ride on them like you get some, too. <laughs> Time's up, bitch. You're Time's up, bitch. Bitch. Okay, Time's Michael. Up, bitch. You're an M.O. and your sign. Oh, let's see. Well, she no. never said how she's going to choose them. Oh, yeah, right. You're oh, the, that's what she said. Oh, I'll just pick them, like, at random. random. Oh. If I, I'll choose all the people. That's dirty. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> If I see a dude, you know, like harassing a female, smacking them on the booty, okay, looking so like they're annoying massaging. women. Oh, I yeah. know exactly. A nice little candidate too. Post-mortem? You know what I'm talking about? We oh, saw this yeah, earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought you were saying me. I was like, what? Not what? you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I haven't done anything. I was like, what? He's like, I, I know you're talking about. Anyone who's harassing women. I know you're talking about now. That's who. Watch out. 
Time's Up Killer. Yeah, time's up. Like a Batman You've gotten away with this for good. long enough. <laughs> A Batman mask, but instead of like the bat symbol, it's a clock. <laughs> no, it's a flower, a pink flower. A that's pretty pink flower. Budding. I feel like vagina. Michael. Okay, well, I got really the feminist. The power. Yeah, really feminist. <laughs> <laughs> Michael would murder anyone that batters his ego. My whoa, my wow. ego is not even that fragile. I don't think that that would be his. Yeah, so. my ego is not that fragile. What ego? Sarcastic. Exactly. Do you have left at this point? Honestly, like hanging out with you guys, I have no ego. I'm trying left. to think what kind of killer I would picture Michael as. Are you guys what just you, decide for me? No, no. What do you? What, what would that? you? What yeah. would you choose? Thinking about it, it kind of goes along what you were saying, but mine is going to be a little bit more specific, mm. to almost to the point where I don't know if I should say it. Go ahead. I mean, mm. mine was oddly specific. But I'm going to say that, like, obviously, as we know, like all the stuff that's going on with cops getting away with stuff. Oh, that you would be a cop killer? <gasps> that would probably be my You probably shouldn't say that since you're a black man. That's why I said that. <laughs> He's a black man. You're going after corruption? <laughs> yes. So we're just going to stick with the corruption. corruption killer? Yes. That's probably where I would go is corruption. So not specifically cop. cops, yeah, just, just corruption. Yeah, just anyone who's corrupt in the world. How about you'd we be just a black edit out the killer. part I said cops, no, and we'll no. just say corruption. That's a better name. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, wow. What would your signature be? What you gonna do? What you gonna leave behind is your calling card. My calling card. Probably if Black I was Lives to do... matter signs. Huh? <laughs> what do you say? A fist just gonna like this. Fist picks. Right. right. <laughs> right. That's what it'd be. If especially if it's like a racial thing, maybe some fried chicken on the side. Like... Oh. <laughs> Watermelon rinds. <laughs> but you can't eat it yourself because it's DNA. That's DNA, that. right? Yeah. Just leave you have the to like pick it out of the trash. Make them else. eat it. Yeah. <gasps> There you go. That's dirty. Their Let jaw's broken because there's a full watermelon shoved in their mouth. Holy shit. That's so dirty. Wow. 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 Like, it's like... Wow. Now, for the record, I would like to also say that I would never be able to murder anyone. I mean, Michael, I would, none I, of us would. Please no. do not come after me. I, this was I a can, very incriminating thing. I can barely thing. get upset at anybody, so... Yeah, that's true. Michael's pretty chill. That yeah, was so. a very incriminating section we just did right there. Yeah, we but, took a weird turn. I mean, I have nothing to hide. But I would Last week was white like slavery. A, this week, it's if we were to murder, if hypothetically. I was a, yeah, if I was to target anybody, it would definitely be corruption. Because that's probably what irritates me the most. I feel it. Especially, that comes from... Actually, all four of us can attest to it. Me being me and Michaela being black, you being a woman, you being a gay. Michaela I mean, also I being a woman. I stand up when I see things like. No, I know, cops. but I'm just saying, like all four of us in some Which way, I've shape, or form, have can see cops. that. I see, like when I know that stuff happen, I don't stand up for myself. I'm just like, oh. I feel like I try to be really open to it now too, because I have a mixed race child. Yeah. And you see... Who's also a boy, so I feel like I have to be kind of aware of what's you going on. You really have to be aware. Like, there are some amazing cops out there. There are. There I'm are a lot of people... No, there are a lot of people who purposely become cops to stroke to their ego. That. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And for that, I don't. Right. I don't have time for it, because you're not going to treat me like I'm lesser than because you have a title that I can obtain easily. Right. Right. So... Like, if I went to... Right, I could... I can... We could all be cops if we wanted to be. Right, all you got to do, I was almost a cop, as you all know, is that I almost went to school to be a cop, and all you have to do is take a fitness test and right. pass a written test. My mother okay, I'm not going to be... Yeah, the fitness get, test I think, I think you get like a month Remember, my mother right? became a uh, detention officer, oh, so yeah, she so. had to go through the training. Yeah, she had to do the same thing. The pepper spray and all that stuff. Yeah, but that's all you had to do. Which is weird, because my mother even... and my father, two different... 
Yeah, that's. Uh, cool. that's they were they split it when I was a baby, so that's different. Yeah. But yeah, and that's like, you don't even really have to go to school for it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I could take a month of my life, finish that, and I'd be doing the same thing you are. We could all be cops in a month. We could, honestly. I don't want to be a cop. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to be a that cop That pay either. is not that good. No. They get paid and crappy do for a lot. doing I can't like picture us being cops, job. though. Yeah. Because I'm I mean, more I petty. I'm not aggressive. Helping. Their job is so hard. Like, I... I don't want to do it. The job is really, really hard. Plus, if I was a cop, I want to be a detective. And you can't just go, like, straight to the no, job. No, you got to work your way up. you got to be a Ain't nobody cop. got time for that. We've all played L.A. Noir. We know how it right. works. Right. <laughs> I love L.A. Noir, though. That's my game. <laughs> that is my favorite game of playing. I don't know how I you can play it anymore, myself. though. You know how it works now. I, beat it on I know. Too. No, me and my brother beat it together. I take that back. That's the first game Shout I beat. Shout out to Marcus Roberts. Wow, that's his full name. Can you edit that? And I beat it in <laughs> three, three nights. You've already introduced yourself as much. Yeah, you told place. me when you just, like, binge-played it. Yeah, I was like, Grandma, bring my food upstairs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> me and my brother did the same thing with that game. Because my uncle introduced it to us, yeah. and then, like, my uncle got mad because we just took it over. <laughs> like, we, me and Marcus took it and just ran with it. Don't I bought it on my Switch. I still need to play it. The only thing I wouldn't do is I didn't like the running part after the people, so I'll pass it to my brother. Marcus, that... I hate that it's, part. It's yeah. funny is that Marcus Ugh. was the same way. Like, I would, he would want me to do all, like, the... Running and fighting. No, no. He would want me to do all, like, the, are they lying or this, this. Oh, yeah. And he would do the part where he just gets to run and shoot them. That's yeah. Not that would be his part. I hate that part. I've learned that's, like... I just fail three times and then skip it, to be <laughs> honest, because I can never beat it. Right. I mean, I can not do so it all. Good. Which one? The, like the car chases and the shooting. I, I just keep failing. And oh, then eventually, it eventually it's like, do you want to skip it? And I'm like, yes. The Please. first <laughs> one where you got to run Please. up the little ting, 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 oh, ting. I, I know that part by heart because I got it wrong so many times. Yeah. See, I can do both parts. Mm-hmm. Like, if I can sit down and do both, but I prefer to do the are they lying and stuff like that. That's my favorite part. Yeah. And I like the story. <laughs> Alina's over here taking away toys from Michael. I was like, all we're gonna hear for the last five minutes of this recording is this weird, like, swooshing sound. I don't know where that's coming from. Uh-huh. <laughs> when are they coming out with a new season of that? Uh, that okay, anyways, we should probably wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a wrap. I want to say real quick, shout out Father's Day. We get a shout out for Mother's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there who are like still present in their kids' lives and doing a good job. My dad actually just two hours ago talked to me on the phone. He said he doesn't know if my mom's caught up on the podcast. And he said if (laughs) he said if she is not, he might actually start listening. So Oh wow. I'm gonna do a special shout out for my quote unquote father. Which one? Oh yeah, your mom. Michelle. Thank right. you for all that you've done. Well, shout out to my dad, though. Cause my adopted You know school. what? You you didn't help create me, but you took over and you did an awesome job, so yeah, thank you. Yeah, must have dad. Oh. Thank you for swooping things. in and being there for me. Yeah, shout out. I'm going to shout out him, too, because he is pretty cool. Yeah, he, he did a great cool. job. I haven't met him. I need to. I yeah, he's, he's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Shout out to Elena's mom. Let me meet Elena's dad. Yeah. You don't shout out to her. You just say, hey, Elena's mom. I want to meet Elena's dad. <laughs> shout out. We talk to meet- about my mom a weird amount on this podcast. That's good. She, she feels awesome. like She probably she feels like the unofficial fan. fifth member. We had a mascot. Yeah. She, t- she talks she to us in her car. She is like our number one fan. If we had a mascot, it would be. If we, if we get t-shirts, can we just give her a free? I don't know. There's oh, a yeah. fair amount of people in Spain and Mexico who probably say different. 
Are they Elena's mom, though? They've been listening to all our podcasts. So they have. Shout out to Spain and Mexico. We're like really Hold up, bring up the country now. list. Bring I'll up bring the country, country list. Yes. A lot of different Can you hear me, my phone? We have went full international now. Which is crazy because a lot of our plays are not in the U.S. Right. No. I got it. I, I got you. There's a category idea. What? International Oh, murder. I've already thought about that. International murder. Exactly. We all pick one from a different country. <laughs> like spies, you know? A different... Wait, there's more of it. Like totally spies? Yeah. Okay, y'all ready? Yeah, that's my show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesse. Oh, let's just pass seven days. Let me change it. Go ahead. Go ahead with the list. So we have eight listens in Spain. Well, you ain't got to name the, the, name, the number, just to name the country. Oh. Just name the country. Spain, Mexico, Argentina, Colombia, Pakistan, Russian Federation, Uruguay, Philippines, Hungary, Thailand, Philippines. Algeria, Egypt, Albania, United Kingdom, Indonesia, Republic of Moldova, El Salvador, Florida National State of Bolivia, Georgia, Peru, Jordan, Switzerland, Romania, Italy, United Arab Emirates, Nepal, Turkey, Vietnam, Madagascar, and the United States of America. There you go. Whoa! Wow, that is a lot. We are spreading, y'all. Yeah. I don't so know I have a happened. lot of uh, Hispanic... A lot of people liked our Kool-Aid episodes, so I think they like Michaela's recipe, and they're all trying it out. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Dope-ass Kool-Aid. Shout out to the Philippines. It draws the, cool, the Kool-Aid draws them I in. heard you the first three times. Yeah, I always said it twice. And you said it three times. What did I say? I counted time? it. That was the third time. We'll go back and listen and yeah, count it. it. I'm going to do a ding in the background. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. ding. I it twice. <laughs> uh, just kidding. I already suck at enough at editing as it is. Yeah, you did. Whoa. Don't beat yourself up. Okay. Anyways, um, on that note, throw yourself up. Our email is Michael. Let's see if you know it this week. Uh, our email is. You can do it. Wow. <laughs> you can do it. You can it's do so it. It's so easy. You can do it. Come on. Isn't the, the stabbing? No, 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 no. the. No, the. The it. stabbing cabin uh, dot. You can know, do it. It's stabbing it's cabin. we call ourselves. No, listen. Oh, stabbing cabin dot jam at, is it Gmail? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Two B's in cabin for everything right. because. Guys, I don't do that part. That's not my part. Stabbing it's, cabin. What part do you do? I'm here for the funny stuff. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> no, I hear that one more time. This is because it's my part. So, stabbingcabin.jam at gmail.com is our email. And then, Elena, what is our Twitter Social and Instagram? Social media, does stabbing cabin, DA. And Mackenzie's and stabbing and cabin. What should they let us know? We're on Instagram. What should they let us know? What should they let us know? What? On Instagram, Twitter, and our email. This is a trick question. Thank you. Why they get the easy questions? <laughs> Michael, continue again. You're so easy. Just, just let us know how we're doing. Social media. Oh, just I knew that give one. us just some feedback, bro. Send us anything at this point. Right. <laughs> we're getting desperate. Please. I love pictures of dogs. If you want to send us some pictures of dogs, I'm down Why for would that. they send us um, pictures that's of weird. dogs? Y'all said send anything. No, that's not we what I meant. didn't literally mean it. I meant like theme true ideas. True crime related, please. Keep it true Your crime thoughts. Related. If you think Michael should actually start solving some crimes. If you want to confess to something, you can email it to us and we'll just read it. We'll do a confessions episode. We'll even bring you in for an interview. The cops will be here, of course. But you will be able to have your time to speak. Your time to shine. Um, But if you don't want to be here and you just send us an email, we'll read it. We can't promise the FBI won't reach out to us and then somehow find you. In which case, I am snitching. If you um, want to send in co- some confessions, uh, maybe keep them light. Things you can't get arrested for. 
Or unless, either unless or. you're dying to get caught out there. Hey, I confessed. I double dipped or something like that. Oh, I don't want those confessions. You keep those. You deserve <laughs> to be locked up. If you <laughs> <laughs> you no, that's too serious. To be locked up. It's too serious. That's and it will be great passionate about. if you follow us on our social media, like <laughs> Instagram, because we have like 31 followers. Please. We have way more views, just no followers. Come on, guys. Where's the loyalty? Hey, come on. Just no press loyalty. the button. Press the button. How about the 50th person who follows us? Get some meet and greet. Get something. I don't know. We don't know what that something is, but you will get something. Michael, I'm not promising a meet and greet. Something. Like, we will Egypt, announce it on our next episode. Yeah. What you will get, and you will get something. Okay. Yeah. All right, I can get with that. It won't be a meet and greet, apparently. I was told by my people no. we can't. Do not, that. Yet, no. not yet, not yet. We, we can't gotta, do a meet and greet because we gotta get sponsors before we do yeah. meet and greet. Because then they have to yeah. promise that we'll transport them to us if they live oh, in no, our country. Oh no, they gotta find their own ticket. But when that's they get here, we'll well, that's not a good present. What kind of present is that? <laughs> you know how you take them to meet us? <laughs> no sponsors first. Then we get to go All to right. their city and do a show in front of them, a podcast in front yeah. of them. That's how it works here okay, in this right. business. That is a good idea. Meet and greet beforehand. Okay, okay. That's a good idea. Yeah, we can't pass those out yet. Listen, open bar. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Now, listen. Jesse really <laughs> is down for the alcohol. Listen you now. You guys are worried about my alcoholism. If I have to meet I was never, people. yours was never in question. Okay. His? Thank absolutely. You. All right, cool. Absolutely. I can contain mine. So. When, walk, when I walk in his room and I see bottles on the floor. <laughs> there's no bottles of alcohol on the floor. Not anymore. They're gone. Not there's anymore. Bottles. They're gone now. So. Oh my god. Calling him out. They're now oh. empty. There's water bottles. I found one in the bathroom oh. before. Did this just like, turn into in an intervention? Okay, so I'm exaggerating, of course. So are no, you there was I did. Are you though? I did. There was one time I had to pregame for something. You did find one in the bathroom because I was drinking in the shower to get ready in pregame. Oh my god! <laughs> that I did and find in the bathroom. I closed my case. That's where my <laughs> that's where my frat boy comes out. Wow. That wasn't even a pregame because that was leftover alcohol from New Year's. Yeah, but so I needed just, something to drink to pregame before I was hanging out with my friends. So you were just finishing. I don't even think wow. you went nowhere that night. You didn't make it past the shower. He was programming for his Netflix and chill. <laughs> but yeah, um, follow us on social media. Does anyone have really any? Anyone have any last minute things they want to say? No, I think we covered it. I think we've said enough tonight. Um, don't raise your children to be murderers. Or never mind. If you see signs, therapy is an option. I mean, I'm pretty sure his family didn't really show that many. Stories. I was already pointing to Michael. I was right. like, what about his family? Like, they didn't show. He didn't do anything. I, I was Her family therapy, was though. chill. My dude's family was... No, not the family, well, just the mom. Well, their kid was sniffing airplane glue and no one noticed. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, well, I meant like therapy. in general. Everyone you, should go to therapy. If you see one... I I, everyone that's, should go to it therapy. For me. Therapy's good. I was yeah. in therapy because I had anger management. Now I can't get angry. So. <laughs> Thanks so much for good. listening, y'all. <laughs> if y'all are still listening at the end of this episode, you're a true fan. <laughs> yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Let us know you listened all the way through. And yeah. we'll love you. And good night. Yeah, good and night. thank you so much for listening to The Stabbing Cabin. Again, this is Jesse, Michaela, Elena, and Michael. I hope you have a fantastic week. Avoid those white slaves bye. out there, too. Well, yeah, bye. Well, you just had to bring it back. <laughs> Did you really think I Michaela, make it do the thing. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs>